Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? We're back. Anchor time. And you know what that means. More lists from listchallenges.com. Tonight, we are going to tackle uh, some hood movies. But if you guys have listened to the Stream Fiends or THR Presents Stream Fiends or Action Returns or whatever, um, we've been tackling uh, some of these movies over there on the Horror Returns uh, Network. But uh, speaking of the Horror Returns, we got the host of the Action Returns, the host of THR Presents Stream Fiends, <laughs> the host of the Wrestling Returns, and the host of the THR's, the, was it Quick Quick Reviews? Yeah, yeah quick, <laughs> quick Reviews, and the new show over the ESP Network, or <clears throat> the ESP uh, Shorts. We got Brother Brian, man, what's up? What's up, man? Uh, we're... I don't know how many there is. Uh, let me see. I guess there's 40. And uh, I'd say a lot of these movies we already did or we talked about. But let's start off with uh, the number one movie. 2002's Eight Mile. For those with the uh, Academy Award winner, uh, Eminem, Marshall Mathers. We talked about him on um, uh, The Last Anchor. We uh, talked about um, hip hop, but um, Brian, Eight Mile. Did you see this one in the theater? Yes, I did. Um, this was right around the time when uh, Eminem like really took off. So of course, you know, had to go see him in the movie. Uh, great cast in there: Mackay Pfeiffer, uh, uh, Cap- Captain America, Falcon, playing the bad guy. Papa Doc. Yeah, Clarence. Yeah, him. His parents <laughs> had a real good marriage. <laughs> also played uh, Tupac in uh, yeah. not- Notorious. <laughs> not so. not one of his best roles. But <laughs> yeah, I saw it in the theater and uh, I, I was uh, I was blown away. I, I, I wasn't expecting much going in, you know, being him or that he's a rapper, not an actor. But, you know, I, I really the message and the story got across pretty good and um yeah loved it yeah i haven't seen this in a while and my brother my youngest brother brian he was a huge uh eminem fan so he was like come on let's go see it i was like ah. I, at this point i think what marshall mathers uh ep or lp was out mm-hmm. and i was like and eh. there was a couple songs on that i liked um but I was all about uh, the Slim Shady LP. I mean, I loved that album. But so I was like, all right, man, whatever. My brother just came to town, so I was going to hang out with him. We went and seen it. And uh, yeah, like you, I was not expecting anything with this movie. I just thought it would be like uh, one of these hip hop stars that thinks they can act. And if you guys saw uh, Cold as Ice, I'm not putting uh, Eminem in the same group with Vanilla Ice, but. Uh, so, yeah, I was not expecting anything. And then once it started going and the movie and everything, and this movie was awesome. Uh, I loved it. He definitely earned his Academy Award with the song. He didn't show up for the ceremony. Now, from what I understand, he just didn't even think he was going to win. I didn't either. <laughs> but then they, he won. So 
I thought that was cool. But the movie was good. I mean, shout out to and rest in peace to uh, Brittany Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I thought she was good in it. And uh, but yeah, as far as Eminem's performance in this, from I think the movie that I'd seen him in before this was uh, The Wash, but he was minimal in that. But I mean, this one he really. Must have just uh, sat down. I don't know if he took acting lessons or just said, F it, I'm going to just wing it. But I thought he did an amazing job in this film. And I loved it. I mean, it was, it was from what he understood, from what I understand, it was basically his life that uh, he just turned into a movie. So it was an awesome film. But moving on, I saw this movie once and I really don't remember much of it. And uh, speaking of Tupac, this is a. Uh, 1994's Above the Rim. What'd you think of this one? Love Above the Rim. I've seen this probably a hundred times. This came out during the time when um, Tupac's one of my favorites all-time legend. And it came out at a time when I was uh, playing ball myself. So, of course, you know, you go play ball, then you come, come, come to your boy's house or he comes over and you throw in some movies. And this was on heavy rotation. Uh, got a what was his name? Dwayne Martin played uh, the main character, uh, real basketball player in real life. Uh, I believe he got drafted, uh, but uh, career was cut short from a knee injury. And uh, Leon, Bernie Mac, you know, a lot of people show up in this one. This one's uh, fantastic. The the some of the basketball players are totally scripted and set up because it's just too fantastic. Just nothing but dunks and all kinds of crazy alley-oops non-stop and that's not really how the game goes like that. But yeah, love this one too. Nah, the only one that I really remember was his, Tupac was the, the gangster and he was um, I don't know if he was the leader, but uh, yeah, as uh, far as yeah, I saw it once, dude. I really don't remember. For, for those of you that don't even know what this movie is, um, you should if you're listening to this episode. But anyway, story of a promising high school basketball star and his relationships with two brothers, one a drug dealer and the other a former basketball star, falling on hard times and now employed as a security guard. Yeah, this one, uh, if you got Tubi, it's on there. Well, everyone's got Tubi. It's free. Uh, it's on there. But if you don't mind the commercials, but. Yeah, I forgot Leon was in this. What did we do that Leon was in recently? Cliffhanger? No. It was, it was something else, huh? It was something like recent recently. I don't I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, Cliffhanger keeps popping in my head. <laughs> yeah, Brian and I, we, we were at this like all the time. And <laughs> we, we do so much uh, for all of you guys. So thank you for everyone listening, but... Yeah, above the rim. I'm gonna have to check this out. But uh, Marla Wayne's too is in it. Oh, fuck yeah, that's right. Um, who who was the chick that was in it? Um, oh yeah, I can't remember her name. Not the older lady. That was a younger one. I have to look it up, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Um, geez, I think I saw this movie. Did I? No, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it once it hit like Cinemax or HBO or one of those ones. That's when I seen it. 
Because 94, oh, I was still down in the Bay Area. I wasn't up here yet. Well, I came up in 96, but. I'm not sure. I'm not seeing. Totally forgot Wood Harris is in this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, sorry, everyone. I, I don't <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but this next one came out in 2006. I didn't see this one at all. And this is um, ATL. Directed by Chris Robinson, star T.I., and uh, was a big boy. Was Andre 3000 in this one? No, nah, it was just big boy. Played oh. played the, basically he was the, the villain. Did you, would you see this one? Yep, saw this one too. Saw this one in the theater. Uh, this is uh, very much a, a great representation of Atlanta and the whole culture and scene down there and Great cast. There's some comedy in there. There's some serious moments. The the beautiful uh, Lauren London is in it. Uh, those those twins. I can't remember their names. I think they got real famous because they were on like the Kardashian show. They're in it, and uh, yeah, great cast. Uh, I love Big Boy as the the villain because he he's basically himself, but just the uh, evil drug dealer. Bone yeah, Crusher yeah. was in this. <laughs> He's in it for like two seconds. What happened to him? I don't know. I don't know. One, you know, one minute you're making hits, next minute you're just off the map. I don't know. Make hits, make one movie gone. <laughs> yeah. But as four friends prepare for life after high school, different challenges bring about turning points in each other, each of their lives. The drama. Unfold and resolve at their local roller skating rink. Cascade. Yeah, i never seen this one. I was never really a T.I. fan. But I did like him in that, um... What was that one with Anakin when they were robbers? Uh, oh, uh, was, it, was Idris and all of them in there? I think so. Um, Takers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that one. I don't know if that's on this list, but yeah, ATL. All right, this next one. I love this movie. I This is when I was introduced to um, Tyrese. And this is uh, nine, or 2001's uh, John Singleton, rest in peace, baby boy. <laughs> uh, this, this made me hate uh, Tarahi P. Henson. She got oh on my, my God. nerves of this movie. <laughs> But she does have an excellent cry face. <laughs> yeah. She just looks like she's in pain. Oh, she just got on my nerves in this movie. Uh, the one that I liked the, mo- the most was uh, Omar Gooden. I've liked him in just about everything. When he was the, the young comedy TV stuff he did. But this one, he was hella hard in this one. Um, what's her name was in it too? Uh, A.J. Johnson. She was mm-hmm. uh, Baby Boy's uh, Mom <laughs> and uh, still looks good. Yeah, she does. Uh, Ving Rhames was in it. Uh, Snoop Dogg, he played Rodney and um, Angela Conwell. She was in Soul Plane and The Wash. The Wash, and I just remember from Soul Plane. That's when I was like, "Dang, who was this?" And then yeah, she was like in a whole bunch of shit like all at once, and then just kind of disappeared. 
Yeah, I ain't seen her much after that. But Baby Boy in South Central in South Central LA, a misguided twenty-year-old African American man, a baby boy, faces the commitments of real life. Um, yeah, I like this one. It's I mean, I'm not a Tyrese fan, but I think out of the movies he's done, he bugged the shit out of me in the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> but um <laughs> I don't know about him wanting his own movie uh, with in the Fast series. Uh, he, he wants everything. He wants to be Green Lantern and all kinds of shit. No, but this movie was good. I really liked what was going on. I mean, he was just out there hustling, uh, had his baby mamas and everything, and then dealing with uh, Snoop. The who was uh, what's her name's? Well, it wasn't her boyfriend. I think it was just someone that just hung out with her. Um, Yvette uh, Tri-EPN's character. I think he was her her I think he was her boyfriend, but then he got locked up and that's okay. when they were broke up. Yeah, but he was he was hella hardcore in this one. Especially the way he was talking, uh um uh their little son. I was fuck, like fuck your fort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he was hardcore to that little kid, man. And and it 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 made me mad, man, because I've no, I know some gals like this. Plus, dealing with um, fools that just get get out from getting locked up and just mm-hmm. fucking crashing at their pad. And I, oh, man, but but this I, movie was I, really good. I do know some Jodies, though. I know. If yeah, know. I know a lot of Jodies <laughs> <laughs> and his mom. Oh man, she she did not age at all. No, she looked exactly the same. I follow her on Instagram too. God damn. She's all into fitness. Yeah, I was about to say that. I think uh, got into fitness, and I think it uh, really helped her. Cause yeah, yeah. All right, going to 1998. This is the one we did cover. Was it on Stream Fiends or Action Returns? I don't remember one of them. So. Stream Fiends. All right, and this is Belly. Oh man, go back and listen to that one, everyone. If you guys uh, don't know what it is. But this movie is awesome. I mean, redoing, rewatching it after a long time, and then when we did it for Stream Fiends, DMX, Nas, uh, T Boz, uh, Method Man, um, dumbass, what's his name? Um, the dude with the perm. Oh, was uh, Tyron Turner. Yeah, <laughs> about, about to drop a dime on them. I don't like that shit. <laughs> I didn't like him at all. He got on my nerves in this one. I seen him do an interview uh, not too long ago. I guess that was um, the whole thing with the with the hair and the glasses. That was a character that he was he made up for a different movie. And I guess somebody on the set pissed him off and he showed up. I guess he wasn't going to take his role serious. And he showed up like that. And they were like, that's perfect. We're going to keep it in the movie. <laughs> Well, he did a good job, man. I mean, we all know it was Kane from uh, Menace, Society, Menace to Society, which I'm sure uh, we'll get to this movie in in, in a bit. But uh, what the hell's uh, Keisha? Terrell Hicks? Ooh, damn. I fell in love with her in a Bronx tale. You guys haven't oh, seen yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, belly, everyone. All right, this next one, 1993, it's going to be on the 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 new, the newest um, THR Stream Fiends. I just got to put it out. Sorry, everyone, just being lazy. But uh, this is, um, all right, right here they got it labeled as Bound by Honor, but a lot of people know it as Blood in, Blood out. 
colon or whatever bound uh, by honor. Awesome film. Uh, listen to the episode when it comes out. We really, uh, we really go dive into that one. But um, I still want to see that five-hour cut, man. I'm hoping uh, Disney drops it. I mean, I, out of all the crappy movies that they put out in Blu-ray, I don't understand why this one. I think it, it'll make them a ton of money if they put it out. But I don't know. I guess they're still living off the. The DVD. Um, well, I guess we don't really have to get into that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to 1991. Another John Singleton film, Boys in the Hood. Have we done this one yet? Not yet, but it's it's coming. Yeah. it's we're, we're, We've been hood movies out lately, lately so <laughs> I'm sure it's covered. But Boys in the Hood, awesome film. Ice Cube, Cuba Gooden Jr., uh, I don't even know what um, Ricky's name was. Um, Morris Chestnut. Yeah, him and uh, that one. Ricky's woman. Oh, she was hella fine. Um, trying to find her on here. Oh, the baby mom in the movie. His baby mom. Yeah. yeah. She made that kid cry for real when she screamed for Ricky. Yeah, she, yeah, she did. <laughs> Scared the shit out of him. <laughs> Uh, Lawrence Fishburne as well, and uh, one dude, um, Lloyd Ivy the second, the one who shot Ricky. Mm. I was watch. I was watching something on him, uh, on how he got killed. Some fools oh. just rolled up on these, him. A lot of these guys died. Yeah, uh, him and uh, what's his name too? Um, Dookie. Yeah, with the with the pacifier. Yeah, him. Yeah. He got killed. Um, yeah, because they was really living that life. Yeah, doing these movies and stuff. Well, the Dookie was the one. He was, um, I guess it was him and his friends, and uh, I guess some guys rolled up on him on the freeway and started mm-hmm. talking shit, and they pulled over, and those guys pulled over too, and bang bang, and that was it. What the hell was that chick's name? I remember she was in also in a class act. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh Nia Long was in this. Um oh and uh what's her name? Academy Award winner, Regina King. I liked her in uh, Poetic Justice more, but I liked her in this one. She was hardcore. <laughs> uh there was a bunch of other people in this. But yeah, Boys in the Hood, awesome film. I'm sure you guys have all seen it. Oh yeah, Regina King was in it. She drank all the ice cubes forty. Take your ass to the store with that. <laughs> um, all right, this next one. This is a film. Uh, one of my friends brought it into work, and we watched it. I had no idea what it was, but this is uh, 2002 City of God. Uh, in the slums of Rio, two kids pass uh, diverge as one struggles to become a photographer and the other a kingpin. Did you see this one? Oh, yeah. Great oh. movie. Great movie. It. It, from what I understand, is uh, a very accurate uh, showing of Brazil and the the favelas and all that that kind of stuff that goes on there. Yeah, that's what my friend was saying. I mean, you 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 think of Brazil, you just think of the the nice uh, sandy beaches and partying and all that. But my buddy was like, dude, blocks away, all this is going on. 
And he was like, he didn't even want to leave the resort. <laughs> yeah, and uh, from what I understand, I guess the, there's an understanding with the police. Like, they don't come in there pretty much. Yeah. There was um some movies um that were also a part. I think they were a part of this this series. It was the same thing going on there. Um, I think it was called The Elite Squad. Have you seen those? No, I haven't seen those. There's two of them. Check those out. Okay. Uh, same thing down in uh, in Rio, but it's instead of the, the City of God was from the from the the street street angle. These are the cops dealing with all that stuff, dude. Um, I don't really remember the second one, but the first one was hella good. Yeah, check those out. The Elite Squad. Uh, they're on Pluto and they're elsewhere. Uh, okay. That's what that's where I watched it, <laughs> but. All right, yeah, City of God, guys. I believe that is on. Hmm, it was on something. I want to say it was on Netflix, but I'm not sure if it's uh, on there. But if you have Cinemax, it's on there. Uh, City of God, amazing film. Definitely check it out. All right, moving on down the list. This is a film came out in 1995. Directed uh, uh, was a Spike Lee joint. Uh, along with uh, Martin Scorsese, and this is Clockers. This one was hella good. If you got stars, it's streaming on there. What I loved about this one, other than the cast, because you got Harvey Keitel, John Turturro, Delroy Lindo, Mackay Pfeiffer, Isaiah Washington, Keith David, not David Keith, <laughs> and uh, a bunch of other people. <laughs> oh, it had Sticky Fingers and uh, what's his name? Fredo Starr. Fredrick Star. Uh Bamboo. Uh for if you guys saw uh, was that strapped? I think that's what that one was. Was it, uh what was his name in uh, Sunset Park? Ace oh. Boogie or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Clockers. Um young drug pushers in the projects of Brooklyn live hard, dangerous lives trapped between their drug bosses and the detectives out to stop them. Uh I, the movie was good. It was, it was over two hours, a little over two hours. It was a slow drama, but uh, I really liked what was going on. I think what I really loved about this was the cinematography. If you're familiar with the older Martin Scorsese films on how that rough, gritty uh, film that he used. This is actually when it was filmed before they turned it all to digital. That's what they used in this one because it had that feel. Um, Martin Scorsese, I believe he was just one of the producers but uh, I thought it, it, it was a good it was a good deal. So um, then there was hella producers in this. But yeah, Martin Scorsese was in uh, Spike Lee. They, they were the ones in this. Spike Lee always throws himself in his movies. He's also in this. And uh, that one drink uh, at forty, he was standing there holding the bomb, and, <laughs> and it looked like a bomb missile. <laughs> he was standing there drinking it, but. I love this film. Did you see this one in the theater? No, I, I caught this one later on. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. Like I, I remember the Makai Pfeiffer's character with him always having to drink the the Pepto because he was always drinking the was it like Yuhu or something like that, messing up his stomach. It wasn't. It was Yuhu, but it was the, yeah. It was yeah. You can call it Yuhu. <laughs> it was I remember him. Remember him playing with the trains all the time, and then uh, 
him always like putting the one little kid on and then everybody was telling him don't make me don't make me tell andre <laughs> yeah which was I'm, uh keith david yeah this movie was hella good i need to see it again i hadn't seen it in a while but this next one uh also in 1995 uh, this is uh, Dead Presidents, uh, directed by the Hughes Brothers. This had a bunch of stars in it. Uh, Keith David again, uh, Lorenz Tate, Chris Tucker, Freddie Rodriguez, uh, Rose Jackson, In Bush Wright, I think that was her name. I think yeah. that was she the one in Blade? Mm-hmm. Blade's mom? Okay, no, she was uh, the doctor. Oh, that's right. She was the doctor. And. Uh, Oh, uh, what's his name? Pinky was in this. Clifton Powell. Um, Terrence Howard, he was in it. He was a bitch in that movie. Uh, Sticky Fingers and uh, Bukeem Woodbine. Uh, had Spider in it as well from uh, Goodfellas. And the hell was his name in uh, Sopranos? Uh, oh, Michael. Uh, M- Christopher Moltisante. Yeah, him. <laughs> so, Michael oh, Boreale. Clifton uh, Collins Jr. or he used to be Clifton Gonzalez Gonzalez. I don't know what he went by in this one, but uh, a bunch of people in this one. This was uh, this was after Menace to Society. So uh, a Vietnam vet adjusts his life after the war while trying to support his family, but the chance of a better life may involve crime and bloodshed. Yeah, this movie was awesome. Uh, another slow one. It wasn't like really exciting. But um, it, it was really it was really good. Uh, Lorenz Tate was the main star in this. Uh, he played Anthony Curtis. He was just trying to live his life. But then him and uh, Chris Tucker and uh, Jose, uh, Freddie Rodriguez, they all got drafted and then they, they went off to war. And then when they came back from war, uh, it was just tough uh, growing up uh, in New York, trying to uh, get jobs and everything and. They got this option to uh, try to get some money, and they went for it, and then all hell broke loose. But um, says you can watch it on BET. They, they have their own streaming site, BET mm-hmm. Plus. I didn't even know that. Ah, um, uh, yeah, I, is this on Blu-ray. I know I have it on DVD somewhere. I have to dig it out though. But all right, moving on to 1989, another Spike Lee joint, and this is Do the Right Thing. Oh man, this is my favorite Spike Lee movie. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, and I don't enjoy every Spike Lee movie, but this one, uh, I, I really loved. I, I came out of the theater charged <laughs> with this one, but it was really good. I was laughing, I was mad, and everything. But man, I mean, out of everything Spike Lee did, I mean, Malcolm X was an amazing film. Uh, she's got to have it. Um, Clockers, uh, what was that other one? Summer of Sam and uh, Inside Man, that was good. Uh, what was the other one with uh, the, the basketball one? Basketball. Oh, he got game. Yeah, with uh, Denzel. Twenty twenty fifth hour. Oh, he did do that. Was the one with um Edward Norton, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I saw that once. I don't even remember that one. But do the right thing. Did you see this in the theater or TV? TV. I was uh, too young to see this in the theater at the time. But uh, loved it. Great cast. Uh, rest in peace, Radio Raheem. Yeah. And uh, yeah, know, what's, this. 
what's his name too? Uh, he passed. Um, Sal. That's right. <sighs> what the hell's his name? Um, damn it! I should have had it pulled up. Uh, Sal was Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello, yeah. Oh, also, um, what's his nuts was in it. He was the DJ, um, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Mr. Senior Love Daddy, uh, beautiful Rosie Perez. I still love her. Uh, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, young Martin Lawrence, uh, John Turturro. Yeah, Bill Nunn, Radio Raheem. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Did you did a yeah Better Call Saul started back up? Are you watching that? I gotta catch up before I even get to the new season. Yeah, Ozzy Davis and Ruby D. Rest in peace, Ozzy Davis. Yeah, there was all kinds of uh, people in this one, but this movie was hella good. I I loved it. I mean, Danny Aiello, uh, him just uh, having his pizzeria in the neighborhood, and then it just it just got racial from there. Uh, Bugging out. I understood what Bugging Out was trying to do. I mean, because Dan, Dan uh, Sal had the was it uh, the famous Italian's wall in his pizzeria, mm-hmm. and then Bugging Out just how come there no brothers on the wall? And then that's kind of where it went from there. And then it just turned to this uh, blacks against um, the Italians. It, it was mainly Bugging Out. Everyone else seemed to be okay with it. They they all said, "I mean, we grew up on Sal's pizza," but then. Yeah. I got, got everyone riled up. It's been a while. He got everybody riled up. <laughs> My favorite part was uh, when he was walking in, uh, what's his name? Uh, Savage. What the hell is this? He, he's one of um, Spike Lee's friends. Um, I remember he was in Deer Hunter. Something savage. What the hell is his name? White guy. The guy that bumped him and then he just scraped his shoes and then he went off on him. Uh, John Savage. That's who it was. But man, you just, you just bumped my brand new white Air Jordans I just bought. <laughs> and then he went off on him. <laughs> oh, I got a, I got a family member that, that was like that back in the day in the club. <laughs> it's all cool as soon as someone steps on his shoes. <laughs> yeah, that was it. But this movie's hella good. I love it. Oh, rest oh. in peace, Robin Harris. Sweet Dick oh. Willie. That's right. All right, this next one, I didn't see it until somebody brought it into work, but I just thought it, it just had a stupid name. But I love this movie. This is a film that came out in 1996, and this is Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. <laughs> Uh, it was directed by uh, Paris Barkley, I believe. Uh, Sean Wayne's and uh, I think Keenan Irie as well. Uh, no shit, Martin Sean Wayne's and Marlon Wayne's and Phil Burnham Bo Bowman. They wrote this film. Uh, Keenan Irie's in it. He was the mailman that just popped in every now and then. With a message, but <laughs> this movie's hella funny. Um, <laughs> what's the name um, that was in it? Uh, the one girl, uh, Dashiki, <laughs> Tracy, <laughs> that's Swahili for doggy style. <laughs> but th- this was, um, I guess this was the beginning of the, uh, the, what do you call those? 
like like the scary movies and parodies. parody. Yeah, I think this is the beginning of uh, the Wayne's Brothers parody films. Because this one, don't be in the South uh, Menace Society, a little bit of Boys in the Hood, and Juice, and, and everything else in it. But this movie was hella funny. I loved it. Uh, Loke Dog, Marlon Wayans, he was my favorite character in it. Um, it was mainly the Boys in the Hood story, uh, but they just uh, started throwing in all these other movies in it. Uh, I liked um, their dad. Uh, what the hell was that guy's name? Uh, he played Ash. Oh. Go ahead. The, the dad? Of, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Wayans, <laughs> who, who was like only a couple years older than him. He was like younger than him. Yeah, it's something <laughs> like that. It was that's um, that's old dog's brother. Oh, that is. Life. Yeah. Okay. He's, uh, I can't remember his name. He's he's a Tate. All right. <laughs> yeah, this movie was hell funny. I mean, it's goofy, it's stupid, but I I every time I watch it, I, I still just laugh. All right, 2005. This is another John Singleton film, and this is Four Brothers. Stars Marky Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Tyrese, he's back, uh, Tyrese Gibson, Andre 3000, uh, Garrett Hel- Helmond or whatever, Terrence Howard, Josh Charles, um, I can never pronounce this guy's name, Chiwetel? Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, him. Sophia Vergara, Tarahi P's back. And a bunch of other people in it. Um, I have it, dude. I've seen it. I've seen this movie once. Uh, somebody brought it to work, uh, and I watched it. Uh, I just remember that uh, these guys were all brothers. Uh, two black guys, two white guys. And uh, I guess I'm just going to read the synopsis. When their adoptive mother is gunned down in a store robbery, the four brothers investigate the murder for themselves and look for the killers. But not all is what it seems. All right, now I remember. Yeah, they were just trying to figure out what was going on, who killed uh, their their mom. But I like this movie. I, I I love Mikey Mark. Don't get me wrong, but I couldn't buy him as as the tough ass little brother or whatever. <laughs> the, 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 the toughest one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got uh, uh, Andre Three Thousand was just a he played that role good because he was a complete square throughout the damn near entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is on Netflix if you guys uh, haven't seen it. But from what I remember, I thought it was a really good movie. I know I have it on Blu-ray. It was one of those um, uh, I think it came, it was like a double. I think it was a shooter mm-hmm. or an, another Marky Mark film. But I'll have to check it out again. I haven't seen this in a while. This next one, I didn't see this one at all. I mean, I wanted to see it, but I never, I never got to it. But this is 1994's Fresh. Have you seen this one? Hell yeah, Fresh is hella good. Uh, it tells a basically, you follow this kid Fresh. He's trying to. He lives with his. Uh, I think it's his. Uh, I can't remember if it's his aunt or his grandmother. One of those, and basically, he lives in the house with like all his cousins and there's like 10 of them staying in a room and he's going to school and basically, you know, doing like kid shit. But at the same time, he's like running drugs for somebody. He like knows everybody, all the, all the different, uh, 
drug dealers and and uh, I, since you haven't seen, it, I ain't gonna spoil it, but it, it's super good and a lot. Of, there's a lot of people that pop up in this movie. All right, uh, fresh death and violence, anger, a twelve year old drug car- carrier who sets his employers against each other. All right, I don't know. If, uh, yeah, Sean Nelson, John, uh, John Carlo Esposito, Samuel Jackson. Uh, the nurse from Blade again in Bush Wright. Um, who else is in this? Some other, some people those oh those guys, but yeah. Uh, Showtime. Well, all right. Well, give me a reason to uh, watch it. Yeah, I've never seen this film, so definitely all right. See, you're the first one that I've known that said it was hella good. I'll right, I'll check this one out. But uh, moving on to 1995, um, we covered one of them uh, during the Christmas one, uh, Friday after next. Um, oh well, shit, that's what the Friday, the first one, 1985, and the next one is Friday after next, 2002s. But uh, the whole Friday series, man, I was wishing we, we we'd get another one, but uh, just number of rumors, everyone. But uh, the first one. Classic. Uh, I loved it. Um, well, that was the one with Chris Tucker before uh, Mike Epps came along. But, I mean, the, all three of the movies are awesome. Uh, let me go down the list. Yeah, uh, next Friday's on this list as well. But the only ones I'd seen in the theater were the last two. Did you see the first one in the theater? Yeah, I did. Um, my... Uh... Well, she's she's basically my homegirl, but she her her boyfriend they were older than us, and he he had snuck us in the theater, and I was probably I was like what fifteen years old when this came out, and it blew my mind. I was I, I knew Ice Cube from being Doughboy, but then seeing him in this comedic role as Greg, I was it it, it just blew me away. And then of course the I, the only thing I knew Chris Tucker was from was uh. Def Comedy Jam, and yeah, just classic. Everybody, this is like a have to watch for anybody. I don't like the version they put out on Blu-ray with the extra scenes. Yeah, I was. I mean, it's still the same movie, but the extra scenes they threw in, I could see why they were cut out. <laughs> but um, yeah, the whole series, the whole trilogy is awesome, and it. Hella funny. I love all of them. Quotable, all three movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if you guys haven't seen those, I know you can buy uh, the Friday set. Well, it's basically two discs or one disc. I can't remember. I just have the three individual ones. But uh, moving on, I saw this once and I don't really remember, but I, from what I understand, it was basically his life story. But this mm-hmm. is two th- this is 2005's Get Rich or Die Trying. Um, shout out to uh, Prim's Hood Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to, to or watched his his take on it, but yeah, man, he he just kept clowning Fifty <laughs> this whole this through this his whole review. Um, but yeah, I I don't remember this movie at all. But it was basically his life story, wasn't it? Yeah, they 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 changed some things to to kind of you know 
movie it up a little bit make it more exciting like his mom his mom did get murdered but she didn't get murdered and then set on fire and the house burned down and all that 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 i think they changed that a little bit to make it more a little i guess glamorous for a movie and and the whole you know he, him getting shot you know that really happened and uh yeah, I, I haven't seen this as much as I've seen the other ones, but I, I remember liking it. A tale of an inner city drug dealer who turns away from a life of crime to pursue his passion of rap music. Uh, yeah, stars uh, 50 Cent, uh, Joy Bryant. She's got um, a long neck. <laughs> uh, Omar Benson, uh, Terrence Howard, and Viola Davis, and uh, the great Bill Duke and a bunch of other people. Uh, it's streaming on Showtime if you guys have that. Bill Duke was underused in that movie. <laughs> He's probably in the movie for like five minutes. Oh. All righty. Uh, moving on to 1998's another um, Spike Lee movie. And this is the one that I couldn't remember. And this is He Got Game. Uh I don't remember this movie at all. The only part I remember was a little montage when um, the kid that went off to college to play ball was oh, banging to, all those banging all those chicks. Went to big state, oh, made up <laughs> yeah. college. Yeah, this is a. I, well, I guess I could. I should rewatch it again. It's on. Uh, I forgot Prime. Uh, it's on there. A basketball player's father must try to convince him to go to college so he can get a shorter sentence. Uh, his dad being uh, Academy Award winner Denzel Washington. Uh, damn, Mila was in this? I, see, I don't even remember. Mila Jovovich, uh, Ray Allen, uh, the beautiful Rosario Dawson, um, Ahsoka Atano, she's in it. Oh, speaking of a Rosario, did you watch, did you watch that um what was it? DMZ or whatever? I I barely, I think I maybe watched half the first episode and was just kind of not interested. Yeah, I got through the first episode. I, I thought it was a movie. But then I went, man, this is a series. I, I, yeah, that first episode, I was like, eh. Yeah, I just, halfway through, I was like, there, there's probably other stuff I should be watching before I watch this. Yeah, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't feel like sitting there trying to watch this whole series. So I, I mean, I, I I'll come back to it. I'll watch it for her. Yeah, I just I just tapped out to the whatever. But yeah, he got game. I have to watch it again. I don't even remember uh, what was going on. But um, moving on to 1994, I didn't see this one. Uh, I know I've heard the title, but I've never seen it. This is Hoop Dreams. Have you seen this one? Hell yeah! This was also in the the basketball movie rotation. It's 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 a it's it's a documentary, and it follows um, basically. There's two kids. They're they're from the same, basically the same area of town, and it follows them because they kind of have different. They have the same goal, but they kind of have different roads they travel to to getting them, and there's a lot of sad parts and. Um, uh, I think one of them probably made it to like uh, semi-pro basketball, and the other one didn't even make it. So it, it's a good documentary, but there, there's a lot of sad moments in it. All right. 
Uh, a film following the lives of two inner-city Chicago boys who struggled to become college basketball players on the road to going professional. Uh, streaming on Showtime, uh, if you guys have that. But uh, Damn, it's almost three hours. All right, yeah, I'll check it out. Sounds good. Um, the next one, uh, 2005's uh, Hustle and Flow. We haven't done that one, have we? No, I don't know if I can because Prim ruined it for me. <laughs> I cannot unsee that handcuff scene. Yeah, shout out to Prim Good Cinema. You didn't have time to just fully handcuff yourself. You're just going to hold it in your hand. <laughs> if you guys have no idea what we're talking about, look up Hood Prim Cinema or Prim, Prim Hood Cinema. And then YouTube. I was dying when he was bringing up how. He just showed up to Anthony Anderson's door with his little simple ass like rap star. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I mean, I love this movie, but before I saw his review of it, but um, this was one of those ones. You got Paramount Plus is streaming on there, uh, really quick. Uh, with help of with his friends in Memphis, pimp and a midlife crisis attempts to become a successful hip hop MC. Uh, this stars Terrence Howard, uh, Ludacris, uh, Anthony Anderson, Taryn Manning, uh, Tarahi P. Henson. Damn, she's been in everything. Um, the new guy, DJ Quills, uh, a.k.a. Um, Citizen Z, for those of you that watch Z Nation. Uh, Paula J. Parker. Oh, she got on my nerves. Um, that was, what's her name for Friday? Uh, she's all-star. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I forgot her name on Friday. She was the one with the the blonde braids. Uh, Craig's uh, girlfriend. Uh, Isaac Hayes was in this. Uh, Juicy J. Uh, the dudes from um, uh, DJ Paul and uh, Al Capone. Three, three Six Mafia. Yeah, uh, yeah. They uh, this this film, uh, Three Six Mafia Academy Award winners. Uh, three Six Mafia. They won for. Um, uh, it's hard out there to be a pimp, or it's hard out there for a pimp. Uh, the soundtrack was awesome. This and um, Whoop That Trick. <laughs> I believe uh, Al Capone, uh, he's the one that wrote the Whoop That Trick. That was my favorite part when they did that. When they were just, when they, uh, he brought in, Anthony Anderson brought in um, DJ Quill. Was that his name? Is that his yeah. Name? yeah, DJ yeah. Quill. When he brought him in. And it was just some little goofy, little skinny white dude. If you guys know who he is, if you saw a new guy and all that, I just recently watched. I hadn't seen that movie in hell long. I love that movie. Uh, he just brought him in, and then they was just reading his lyrics, and then he just was making up the beat by himself and how they were just like, uh. Um, during my hip-hop days, I mean, working out with, uh, shout-out to Nick Peace and uh, Motez. I mean, we did shit like that. They would just make up beats, and then we would just off the top of our head with whatever we were doing. And that's why I really love this movie. I'm not that big of a Terrence Howard fan because I know he he went crazy. But yeah, he's the same guy in every movie. Yeah, he was uh, this. His uh, shout out to Prim again. Um, his this he was the same character he was in uh, Dead Presidents. Yeah, <laughs> my, my wife makes fun of him. Like she's so glad he got replaced in the MCU. Because she just was like, I, I couldn't take hearing him because he's always like, Tony, Tony. You know, he, she was like, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> yeah, he was DJ in this one. Oh, Ludacris was skinny black. But 
Uh, Hustle and Flow, man. I love this movie. Uh, definitely check it out if you guys haven't seen it. You got Paramount Plus. But uh, moving on down the list, um, this movie was hilarious. Uh, I saw. Um, I saw, I think it was on Showtime or whatever. So I'm Cinemax, if you guys got it. But this is um, 1988's uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne's classic, I'ma Get You Sucker. I didn't know this was a movie uh, until um, I saw the video for uh, Jack of Spades by uh, Boogie Down Productions. Mm. I was like, I was like, I, I've always liked KRS One and Boogie Down, so I was like, oh man, it's cool. And then I was like, what the hell? And then they were starting movie clips. I was like, what the hell is this? And then uh, my buddy goes, oh man, it's, I'm gonna get you sucker. You should see it. It's hell funny. Yeah, uh, every good hero should have a theme song. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> we saw this at the drive-in, man. This movie's hell funny. I love it. I mean, I've seen it like a billion times, but I I can still just throw. This is one of those movies you could just throw in no matter what, and just laugh your ass off at all the goofiness that was going on in this one. But uh, let me see, what does this say? In this parody of a black exploitation movie, is a black hero wannabe reunites former black heroes from the 70s to help him get revenge on Mr. Big. Uh, this stars Keenan Ivory Waynes, uh, Bernie Casey, Antonio Fargus, uh, uh, Kung Fu Joe, Steve James, uh, go back and check out our American Ninja. <laughs> teacher, teacher. <laughs> was Master Lee your teacher? No, acting. Yeah, I like how he was wearing the, the picture with a frame as a necklace. <laughs> uh, Isaac Hayes, uh, NFL pro Jim Brown, uh, Janet DuBois, uh, Bowes or Boyce, um, Walona from Good Times, rest in peace. Uh, Don Lewis, uh, John Vernon, he was Mr. Big, uh, Clue Gallagher, and uh, what's his name? Um, Damon Wayans is in this. Young Chris Rock. Oh, that's right, he wasn't. Yeah, he was only in that one scene. How much um, for one rib? <laughs> and what's his name? Uh, Dwayne Wayne from uh, Different World. Um, uh, oh yeah, Kadeem Hardinson. <laughs> he was Always the taking the stairs. <laughs> yeah, this movie's hella funny, man. I love this movie. Definitely, if you guys have not seen this and you got Cinemax, definitely check this film out. Um, it's just stupid and 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 funny. I mean, that, that's all this movie is. But it's definitely a classic. Uh, moving on to nineteen ninety twos. I remember we went and seen this only because my friend, she just in love with um, Tupac. And this is Juice. Uh, oh, that was a Don't Be a Man. You got the juice now, Grandma. But uh, <laughs> did you see this in the theater? Yes. And uh, I was there when uh, the incident happened in my theater. Uh, a gun may have went off in, in the back row. Got a little little rowdy there at that time. Um, it got a little loud at times, but no, nobody uh, went off when we saw it. But and somebody got a little too uh, inspired by the movie, I think, and started started shooting. Yeah, thank thanks shooting at the ceiling. <laughs> it was a double feature. We saw this in Cape Fear. Oh, um, that's a good movie too. Yeah, I mean, I'd seen Cape Fear already. I I wanted to see Juice, but I had to sit through Cape Fear again. I hadn't seen that movie in hell long. Definitely check that one out. Um, 
uh, juice. Four inner city teenagers get caught up in the pursuit of power and happiness, what they refer to as the juice. Uh, we were watching this at work today. It was on VH1, and I couldn't handle it. It was just um, saying don't add, shit, shit like Mickey Ficky and yeah, don't <laughs> add words. Just bleep them out or or just silence it or something. It just. Uh, it just it just makes it stupid. Um, oh, duh, duh, going back to above the rim, that's probably one of the worst ones too. That gets dubbed over with just random words that make no sense. That was the Mickey Ficky one, wasn't it? I think so. <laughs> All right, this stars Omar Epps, uh, Tupac Shakur, Jermaine Hopkins, uh, Steel, uh, Kalahi Kane, who was a uh, Raheem. Uh, Samuel Jackson's in this. Uh, who else? Oh, Queen Latifah. And there was a bunch of other people in this one. Flex. Oh, that's right. He was in no, no Bill Dukes in Menace Society. I'm thinking of uh, who was it? Who was the the black cop? I can't remember. Uh, Donald Donald Faison was in this. I don't remember him. He must have just been in the background. Uh, but. Yeah, that was this movie was good, man. This one, uh, Ernest R. Dickerson. What else has he directed? Um, he's he's a, did, did he direct some Walking Dead? Yeah. Oh, he directed some of DMZ. All right. Well, he's still working. So the Purge, uh, Blind Spot, Dexter. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Damien. He directed some Damien. You guys have seen that that show, The Wire. Man, damn, he's directed hella shit. Once upon a time, there's a movie that he did. I'm trying to find it. Um, he directed Bones with Snoop Dogg. Uh, <laughs> and shout out to Prim uh, Hood Cinema again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I could not get through that movie. I, mean, I love Snoop. Don't get me wrong, but oh my god, that movie was terrible. He also directed uh, *Demon Knight*, the *Tales from the Crypt* movie. See, that was good. Why didn't he do that one? Uh, *Surviving the Game* with Ice T. Did we do that one? We did it on uh, *Horror Returns*. Okay. All right, everyone. Moving on to uh, 1995. This is uh, Larry Clark's. Kids, is it a hood movie? Uh, More of an inner I, city. Yeah. Um, a day in the life of a group of teens as they travel around New York City, skating, drinking, smoking, and deflowering virgins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. All right, let me read this other one. Disturbing, dark, low-budget, independent film about teenagers in New York City. The story focuses on Telly, uh, Leo Fitzpatrick, a teen who is goal, a teen who has a goal to deflower as many virgins as he can. When one of his older encounters discovers that she is HIV positive, after only one encounter with the guy, Telly remains undaunted. All right. Uh, this was uh, directed by Larry Clark and it was written by Harmony Corrine. And this stars uh, Leo Fitzpatrick. He was Tully. Um, Justin Pierce, rest in peace. He was mm-hmm. Casper. Um, he was also um, Roach in uh, mm-hmm. Next Friday. <laughs> he was hell funny in that too. 
Um, the beautiful and very, very, very young Rosario Dawson. She played Ruby, Chloe. You ever, see that, you ever see that movie? She was giving head for real. What? It's oh, let me click on her name. <laughs> she, I think she was dating the director. Was it an earlier film? No, the, this was what was it called? Not trying to get off subject, but it was on Netflix for a second. And then they like, I guess, found didn't realize that she was like actually giving head, and they were showing it. Oh, this! I think it was called the Brown Bunny or something. Mm. But they took it quick off Netflix. When was this? Earlier in the career, or? Uh, here it is, the Brown Bunny, two thousand three. Okay, we pass it. All right, man. Now I'm curious. That guy that first billed Vincent Gallo, that's she gave him head. Like <laughs> you see it, everything. The Brown Bunny. It's a boring ass movie. I only watched it because I heard about that scene. So. It's not even on her IMDb. Yeah, she probably don't want it on there. Uh, well, I guess you're going to start somewhere. <laughs> but, um, but this movie, um, I remember one of my friends telling me about it. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I remember seeing flyers. Uh, they were having a screening for it, and then they were having some kind of after party because I guess they were playing the uh, soundtrack to the film. Um, I didn't see this until it came on. No, no, no. We rented it. Um, I, it was on during the VHS days. Um, me and my brothers, my younger brothers, we rented it. I didn't know it was going to be what it was, but I had to stop it. And I was like, all right, man. My youngest brother was in us. I don't think this might be a little too much for you. <laughs> so... But uh, I ended up with, later on later that night. I, I watched it, and this movie is awesome. Hmm. It was a little disturbing at the time on on what was going on in it because I was unsure of the ages of these these young girls that Telly was um, yeah. de- deflowering because they looked really young. Um, the first one in the beginning of the movie, yeah, or even the one he got at the end. Yeah, I, I was like, damn. Um, but we were wild and, and all that, but we weren't like this wild. <laughs> um, shout out to Harold Hunter, uh, rest in peace. Uh, he's also in this. He's a professional skateboarder. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of like, whoa, this movie's crazy. And um, but I I, I enjoy this film. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, uh, I think he did this one too, didn't he? No, 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 he didn't. Um, there's these other dudes, they do uh, the disturbing breakdown or whatever. I think that's oh, what uh, spooky rice, yeah, those guys that yeah. they, they did this one. All right, that's what I'd see. That's how I found out about uh, I always remember Rosario Dawson talking about she hates giving head because the sperm gets stuck in her teeth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was that. That's when I that that was the, this was her first movie, and this is the first thing I'd seen her in. And then later, as she started doing all these other films, but um, this movie is good. I it is it's rated NC seventeen. Um, it's kind of like a movie and almost documentary type of thing, but. Um. Yeah, it, it was it, it was it was an eye opener. <laughs> yeah, it was infamous too. Like, if you didn't see the movie, you knew about the movie because when it came out, everybody was talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but uh, I don't think it's on Blu-ray or I'd have it. I know I have it on DVD, but this is definitely uh, a movie that I think everyone should watch. I mean, it's not for everyone. If you guys haven't seen this film, but uh, Larry Clark's made some uh, crazy films. There's another movie he did called Bully. That one was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was that was a true story. Um, mm-hmm. It's on. Uh, if you got HBO Max, it's on there. That one was really graphic, and some scenes were like, "Ooh." Um, I, I don't. I don't know what made me more mad: the the guy bullying his friend. Or the friend for taking that shit. Because the shit he was doing, I was like, no, no, not not me. It wouldn't even went down like that. Yeah, I. that was a different hood, everyone. Um, but yeah, he, I don't know. Maybe he just, uh, yeah, I don't understand why he kept hanging around him. I mean, there was, there was one scene when he was told his parents, can we move? Just so he can get away from Bobby Kent. Uh, shout out to Nick Stahl. Um, I met him at uh, Son of Monster Palooza in, in Burbank. It was a horror convention. And he was signing his movies he had done, Terminators and, and everything else he had done. But I went up to him and I started talking to him about Bully. And it seemed like he was like, he acted like he didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's another graphic one yeah that one's that one's pretty brutal man it's got rape and that they, they looked real <laughs> and it's um, kids it's well not actual kids but in the movie they're kids so it kind of makes you uncomfortable yeah oh man i hated um rachel minor that was a uh, macaulay culkin's ex-wife she, uh, she got a mother the, the, bl- the blonde one yeah no yeah. the uh she was she had red hair in this uh, Bijou Phillips was uh, the blonde one. Yeah, that's right. She's the one that had the car. Yeah, oh, she was the one that made me uncomfortable because she kind of made me feel like she was underage. And then they have them like weird camera shots where you can like see up her shorts or something. Yeah, I mean they were all of age when they filmed this, but they're teenagers in this film. Larry Clark, man, he's. He's something else. <laughs> yeah, he did another one I seen that that is fucking makes you uncomfortable. You ever seen Ken Park? No, I've heard of it. Uh, I have not seen it. It's it, you'll you'll feel different after watching it. Uh, I seen clips from it, and I'm like, whoa, really? I mean, this is this is a movie. <laughs> I yeah. mean, this this was okay, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, he pushes the envelope. Um, I don't know what else uh, Larry has directed, but yeah, he 
his films are, are, are crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, kids, everyone, going back to that one. Uh, it's on HBO Max if you guys want to see it. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, we did this one on Core <laughs> Returns, and this is 2000's Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> Up to no good. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Ice T. Now, <laughs> he doesn't even talk about this movie at all. <laughs> he just wants to be far from it. Uh, 2000's Leprechaun in the Hood. When three rappers want to get even with the pimp, they accidentally unleash a leprechaun who goes on a killing rampage in the hood. Uh, shout out to Prim's Hood Cinema, everyone. He did this one, too. <laughs> uh, the Austin Warwick Davis, uh, Ice-T as Mac Daddy, and I don't even know who any of these other guys are. I knew the one guy, uh, Red Grant. He's a comedian. Yeah. Uh, Lobo Sebastian, uh, he played uh, Fontaine Rivera. Ooh. <laughs> He was he was like a drag queen or whatever in this one. Oh man, this movie's crazy. Uh, but if you want even more craziness, watch Leprechaun Two or no Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Yeah, yeah. stay away from Leprechaun in space. Yeah. All right, moving on to uh, 1985. I've never even heard of this. Uh, this is Lahane Lahine. I have not. This is the first one on this list I have not seen. Yeah, I never heard of I haven't even heard of this one. Uh, 24 hours in the lives of three young men in the French suburbs the day after a violent riot. Okay. Um, Vincent Cassell, Herbert Conde. I don't know. Uh, uh, looks like said Saeed or Saeed. Hey, he was in Wonder Woman. That's all I was going to say. Was that the guy in Wonder Woman? Uh, him uh, and a bunch of other people. I have no idea who they are. I never even heard of this film. French uh, movie. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to look this one up then. All right. Yeah, Lahain, Lahain, however they say it. So uh, You can rent it on Prime for $3.99, but I'll have to search for it. Yes. Um, but uh, Moving on to the 1993 classic, uh, Hughes Brothers classic, uh, Menace to Society. I mean, everybody has seen this one. If you're just watching hood movies, uh, you know what it is. But did you see this one in the theater? Yes, I did. Uh, yes, this movie always stuck with me, especially uh, Lorenz Tate's portrayal of O-Dog, America's worst nightmare, young, black, and just don't give a fuck. Yeah, this this movie... I remember seeing a poster for it. I really didn't know what it was. Uh, shout out to Mike. He was like, come on, let's go see this movie. So I think it was me, Mike, and I don't know if it was Black Mike or Rivers. I want to say Black Mike. Black Mike is uh, one of our buddies because we had a, a bunch of, we had Native Mike, we had Black Mike, and White Mike. <laughs> yeah, we, we, had, we had a White Mike too, but it's because he tried to say he wasn't white. And then we met his mom, and it was like, you're white. <laughs> uh, a young street hustler attempts to escape the uh, the rigors and the temptations of the ghetto and the quest for a better life. Yeah, this movie was really good. I believe this was the Hughes Brothers' first film. Uh, Lorenz Tate was was the, the all-star uh, of this film. 
Uh, oh, dog. Yeah, he he was crazy in this film. Uh, also, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Anthony Johnson, uh, rest in peace. Uh, Brandon Hammond, he was in this? Oh, he was a five-year-old uh, Kane in the beginning. Oh, he was um, in everything in the 90s. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was also in um, another movie. Uh Shit, one of these other ones we had done. Or, or maybe I'm thinking of something else. Uh, uh, no, that was another one. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, we'll probably see him on the list here in a little bit. Yeah, he was um, Parnell. Also, uh, he was Rocket. Uh, not Rocket. Um, High Top in uh, mm-hmm. Colors. If you guys haven't seen that. Um, and uh, what was it? Uh, South Central. OG Bobby Johnson. That's right. He was in that too, but yeah, this movie's hella good. I mean, I love it. It, it was good, and then it was sad and everything. But I guess you live that life. Um, that's what happens. Yeah, but like, there's characters that wasn't even living that life, and it didn't turn like Sharif. Yeah, that guy well, was he, just trying he, to. He was an ex knucklehead. Yeah, but he 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 seen the error in his ways, and he was almost out. Yep, almost. Uh, moving on to 1991, uh, Mar- Mario Van Peebles, uh, New Jack City. A crime yeah. lord ascends to power and becomes a megalomaniac. I don't know. While the Maverick police detective vows to stop him. Uh, Did we do this one? I, I want to say yeah. We've done so many movies, I don't even remember what we yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wesley Snipes, uh, Nino Brown, uh, Ice T, Scotty Appleton, uh, Alan Payne is G Money, uh, the great Chris Rock is Pookie, uh, Mario Van Peebles, Mich- Michael, Michael Michelle, that was her name. She was pretty hot. Uh, Bill Nunn, rest in peace. Radio Rahim, uh, the Denim Man. Russell Wong, oh, he got on my nerves in this one, but I liked him in that one. Uh, what was that movie? Oh, Romeo Must Die. He was badass in that one. Uh, uh, Scream like a bitch when he got stabbed. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say you know that's that's nothing getting stabbed, but it's just the way he's like, ah! yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I remember of, of him in this film, but. Yeah, uh, Bill Cobbs, uh, the great Judd Nelson, and uh, Vanessa Williams. Not not the singer Vanessa Williams, the actress. Rockabye baby. Yeah, her. Oh, she got on my nerves. I'm glad she Keisha. Glad she got killed. Spoiler alert. Uh, Fat Five Freddy, Flavor Flav, and everybody in this. But yeah, this movie's awesome. I loved it. Um, I was at the theater I used to go to all the time. They didn't care how old you were, rated R or not, they, as long as they got their money. But I, I didn't see it at that theater. I saw it in Albuquerque. Uh, I was at a Native Youth Conference, and then one day, I guess some speakers didn't show up. So they go, what do you guys want to do? So we all went to the movies. And um, New Jack City was one of the movies, and I can't remember what was the other one. Uh, I was the only one that was 18. and or No, me and my other buddy were 18. And everyone else was younger and couldn't get in to see this one. So well, I was like, well, you guys can go watch whatever teenage lovey-dovey movie. I'm, I'm going to see New Jack City. So me and my buddy went there and seen it. And this movie's awesome. 
I want to say we did do it, but I, yeah, like you said, we've done so many. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, did you see it in the theater or were you? No, this was after. This was okay. a VHS or cable, whichever one was first. And yeah, uh, damn, I kind of feel like I shouldn't talk about it because we already have. For some reason, I feel like we did this movie. Um, I got to go do the. But yeah, I, I love this movie. I think uh, everybody, Chris Rock, man, he this is a performance that you'll always remember him for. And uh, Ice T, uh, Wesley Snipes, and the, the fucking hairstyles, man. Because my my boy had the same hairstyle. I don't know why. It probably was because of this movie. And yeah, it's just a great movie. And every time I every time I watch it, uh, there's there scenes like I I always end up listening to Guy or uh, Keith Sweat. Cause they pop up in the movie. Yeah, I like that first song. Um, For the love of money or whatever. I just remember yeah. Queen Latifah's rapping in the beginning before those guys all start singing. But yeah, New Jack City, definitely check that one out. This one I've never seen. I've always wanted to, but I never got around to seeing it. Um, this is 1995's uh, New Jersey Drive. Have you seen this one? Yes, I have. It I- is... At the at the point when this movie came out, it was like the car theft capital of the United States, and it's just the movie just follows them and the shit they get into and getting into it with because it's part of the culture there. Like they steal a car and then they just keep the car and joyride in it and race cars and do whatever until they got to dump it or tell the police catch up with them and. Yeah, great movie. This this one might pop up on Stream Fiend st- soon because I did see it streaming somewhere. Okay, well, we'll have to because I never seen it. Uh, Jason and Midget are two young black teenagers living in Newark, New Jersey, the unofficial car theft capital of the world. Their uh, favorite pastime is that uh, is that of everybody in their neighborhood stealing cars and enjoy riding. Trouble starts when they steal a police car and the cops launch a violent offense um, that involves beating and even shooting suspects. Hmm. All right. Uh, directed by Nick Gomez. Uh, stars Sharon Corley, Gabrielle Sesus, I don't know. Uh, Paul Stein, Gwen McPhee, uh, Donald Faison, Adrian Moore, and uh, uh, Leonard's mom from Big Bang Theory, Christine <laughs> <laughs> Baranski. I love her. Um, Roscoe Orman, uh, Heavy D, rest in yeah. peace. Uh, he shows up as uh, Beverly Goldberg would put it as a street tough. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And a bunch of other people in there. All right. Yeah, man. I've, yeah, I've, I've never seen this one. Um, I don't know why I never seen. I usually seen everything, but all right, I'll, I'll have to. Yeah, if it's streaming somewhere, let let me know. All right, all right. Uh, moving on, uh, two thousand next Friday. We already kind of mentioned it. Awesome film. Uh, this is when Omar Epps came into play. Uh, this next one, this one was nineteen ninety seven, and this is one eight seven. Um. 
this movie was awesome. Uh, I didn't see it until uh, HBO Showtime, one of them. Um, I'm sure you've seen this. Did you see this one in the theater? Yes, I caught this one in the theater because it was, you know, Sam Jackson. And so I'll try to try to watch everything he's in. Uh, also had um, played like a crazy teacher that carried gun uh, from uh, Home Alone, played the dad. Yeah, John Hurd. Yeah, yeah, he was in it. Clifton Collins Jr. Uh, what was the other guy we just uh Lobo talked Sebastian. about? Yeah, yeah, playing the role he was made to play. Cause. Yeah, this was my favorite role. It was that that was. I mean, you do what you got to do when you act. But yeah, him playing uh the drag queen and Leprechaun of the Hood. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you got you got to get paid. <laughs> Um, what's her name? She played Rita Martinez in this uh, Korea. Oh, I don't even want to try to pronounce her name. Uh, she was the the main uh, student uh, chick in it. Um, who else was in this? Method Man. Her. She was the one that was getting the train ran on her. Yeah, uh, Method Man's in this. He's only in the beginning. Um, but yeah, this movie was awesome. This was um. 15 months after being stabbed nine times by a student in New York as a high school teacher in New York City, Mr. Garfield is working in L.A. as a substitute teacher come full time. He refuses to be a victim anymore. Um, This was a, from what I understand, based on true stories. Uh, I don't think it was this happened, but... um, yeah, kids are getting wild, man, uh, attacking teachers and everything. And that's what he was dealing with. He got attacked, he got stabbed in the beginning of the film in New York. And then he goes to L.A. trying to just uh, keep his uh, teaching career going. And then he starts dealing with uh, the local street toughs in, um, in L.A. But this movie is awesome. Um, Clifton Collins Jr. or Clifton Gonzalez Gonzalez or whatever. Uh I didn't know he was Mexican. Um, he played Cesar Sanchez in this. He was in a movie called Half Baked. No, 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 I'm not Half Baked. Um, the Stoned Age. He yeah. played. <laughs> he played a Tack. white guy. Yeah. Tack you cack. <laughs> that Trying that to worm funny. us out of our chicks. <laughs> I love don't, that movie. Don't be no worm, man. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's eloquent. That's the first movie I had seen him in. And then I, once I started watching these movies, I was like, damn, he, he was hardcore in this one. So, but yeah, this is an amazing film. If you guys haven't seen this one, definitely check it out. Um, just says Prime Video, you can rent it. Uh, I have it on DVD. I don't know why it's not on Blu-ray, but all right, moving on uh, to the next one. I didn't see this one at all. What? I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't see it, but this is a 2002's uh, Paid in Full. Um, yeah, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, based on a true story of uh, basically three three guys coming up in uh, Harlem, I think in the in the eighties. And uh, yeah, I won't spoil this one. Um, matter of fact, the guy, um, what is the what is his name? Cameron rapper. He's in the movie. He plays a uh, a character based on this guy Alpo Martinez. He just actually got murdered. Uh, I think a couple weeks ago. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Um, Peyton Full, 
Mackay Pfeiffer, Wood Harris, uh, Chi McBride, Kevin Carroll, uh, Isai Morales, Cameron, Romeo Green, Cynthia Martels, uh, Elsie Neal. Elsie Neal, what else has she been in? She looks familiar. Oh, well, she was in Money Talks. That's what she was in. Okay, that's what I remember. That was um, uh, Chris Tucker's uh, girlfriend in that one. Uh, Anthony Anderson's wife in Hustle and Flow. Yeah. Oh, Regina Hall. I love her. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all right, yeah, man. I, I might have to find this one. Um, let me see. Paid in full. A young man from Harlem forced to cope up, uh, with the 1980s drug scene build an illegal empire only to have a crisis of consequence. So, wait, did I say that right? Constance? Or I don't Cons- know. Conscience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> Paid in yeah, full, 2002. Based on a real story, uh, they did change the names of the characters, but it, it's all a true story. All right, I'll have to check it out. Uh, all right. Going on to 1993, another John Singleton film, and this is Poetic Justice. Um, this is one of those uh, films that uh, I had seen uh, with one of my buddies. I mean, I love Janet Jackson, first off, and um, uh, Tupac was in it, I think. This was okay. This was after Juice. If you got Tubi, it's streaming on there. But um, I, I wasn't expecting much, man. I mean, I seen Janet Jackson uh, act when she was much younger. So, but I was like, all right, John Singleton wrote and directed this. Let's go see it. So we went and seen it. Um, grieving hairdresser Justice goes on a road trip to from South Central LA to uh, Oakland on a mail truck along on a mail. <laughs> On a mail truck alongside her friend and a postal worker, which she could not stand. Um, Make no sense. But anyway, Janet Jackson, uh, Tupac Shakur, uh, Academy Award winner uh, Regina King. Oh, I loved her in this one. Yeah, she uh, was hella sexy in this one. Yeah, them them, do, them dookie braids. Yep, yes, sir. Uh, Joe Torrey, what happened to him? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just I just seen his brother do an interview, but I, I this is. Yeah, I'm Chicago. Brush that weak ass fade. <laughs> <laughs> Chill, man, Regina King. <laughs> I love her. Uh, Maya Angelou, um, Lloyd Avery the second. He was in this. He was only in the beginning. Uh, what's his name was in this too? Uh, Q-Tip. Um, I did, that that is like. I, I love Q-Tip and Tribe Called Quest, but that was one thing I never understood. Why did they not have somebody? From the because a lot of these dudes are from the West Coast, and then you got this New York guy playing somebody from the West. I I, I never really understood that. I I don't know. You got to work, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if he's done any other acting. That's like that's the only thing I've seen him in was this. But he's only in the beginning. Uh, spoiler alert. But poetic justice. Yeah, I like this film. It's it's really good. It's sad at times. But um, as far as Janet Jackson uh, acting in this, I think this is probably uh, one of the best things that I've seen her in. Of course, watching her as a little Penny in uh, Good Times and then see her in um, Teenage Years in uh, Different Strokes. She was uh, Willis's uh, girlfriend. I did not like her hairstyle in that, but hey, it's the 80s. 
But Poetic Justice, yeah, check that one out. And we got to mention Lori Petty, Billy Zane in the fake movie and the oh. drive-in in the beginning. <laughs> That's right. They were in this. Uh, oh, Clifton Collins Jr. was in this too. He was uh, in the in the male supervisor. And uh, I guess Dookie was in this too. Derek D. Gobert. Oh, he rolled there. He uh, he came pulling up to to Tupac, and they were they were looking for someone because that's when he pulled out that gun. All right, yeah. Young uh, Doughboy was in this. Uh, Baha Jackson. Oh, he was the boy that came into the shop, and uh, I think he bought what's her name cigarettes. What the heck yeah, was her he had, name? He had to go in a big red. Yeah, <laughs> is that her? Oh yeah, uh, Tyra Farrell. Yeah, I liked her in this. That was um, uh, Doughboy's mom in Boys of the Hood. <laughs> he oh. said he want to smell your punani. Oh, really? Yeah, this fine <laughs> dark brother. <laughs> All right, this next one, I just uh, shout out to Prim Hood Cinema again. Um, I think we're going to shout him out for all these movies. But uh, 1996, this set it off. Uh, desperation drives four inner city women to to four inner city women to bank rob to ah, fuck women to bank robbery in Los Angeles. All right. I, this is the way it's written. Uh, they start uh, misdirecting each other. Like, that's a, like fucking no, no thing. But four friends, uh, they're working uh, in uh, in L.A., but this job ain't cutting it. Uh, they need money. Um, Vivica, Vivica Fox, um, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Queen Latifah, <laughs> and uh, Kimberly uh, Elise or Elsie. Where the hell is Elise. she? Where has she been? Last thing I saw her in was my wife made me watch one of them Tyler Perry movies. She popped up in there. She was in Ed Astra? I don't remember her in that. Death Wish, she was in that. Ugh, that movie was oh, garbage. Bruce Willis one? Yeah. Ugh. I did not like it at all. Uh, John C. McGinley, he's in this. Uh, Blair Underwood, um, Dr. Dre, uh, Charles Robinson, Chaz Lamar Shepard, um, what's his name? Um, Sam Samuel Monroe Jr. He played Lorenz. He was the one that got the cane beat up in uh, Menace to Society. Yeah. Oh, the, the what's up now, partner? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy tried to have a rap career. I remember that. I think his did. name was like Caffeine or some stupid shit like that. And I think he might have put out one tape. That was it. Uh, I just remember him from uh, uh, Tales from the Hood, Menace to Society, Don't Be a Menace, and this movie. I know he was in some other movies. Um, uh, Players Club. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, this movie was awesome. I liked it. it. It was really good and it was sad. Uh, Queen Latifah stole this role. She played mm-hmm. um, Cleo. She was hardcore in this one. Um, yeah. When they when they robbed that first bank and then they had hella money. And uh, she fixed up her ride because they were always talking shit <laughs> about her little uh, Impala that was all beat up. <laughs> but she fixed it up. Yeah, man. I love this film. Yeah, uh, this and watching this and then like low down, dirty shame. I was like, Jada, what happened to you? 
<sighs> yeah, um, Jada, she's still on the news. I guess she finally came out and said some stuff about uh, what happened at the Academy Awards. Is it her fault? I don't know. Oh, you talking about when she said she didn't ask him to do anything? Yeah. She fight her own. I was like, bitch, shit. I mean, sorry. But <laughs> I'm just like, man, can you just at least stand by your husband at least once? She too busy getting in entanglements, I guess. I don't know. Man. I love Jada Pinkett. I mean, don't get me wrong, but to say it wasn't your fault, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like Will said, love will make you do do crazy things. But yeah, shout out to Big Willie style. But anyway, uh, moving on to 1992's, um, I almost said set it off, uh, South Central. I seen this movie once. And I just remember it was depressing. <laughs> this stars uh, Glenn Plummer, played Bobby. Um, what did we just talk about that he was in? Uh, Hayden Full Men- was Menace of Society. He was okay, yeah, that's right. That's all. Oh, that's right. Uh, Byron Minns, Lexi Brigham, Vincent Craig, uh, Larita Shelby. bunch of other people. Yeah, I, I saw this once, man. I, again, I just remember it being really depressing. A former gangster fresh out of prison wants to change his life for the better and must save his 10-year-old son who has already chosen the gang life. Yeah, <clears throat> I just remember that. And how he got out of prison because he was out there doing shit and they got locked up and then he came out. Uh, basically, he missed all the earlier years of his son um, and he was just trying to t- teach him to to don't live that life, but it was too late, man. His son was uh, was deep into it and everything, but I, it was a really good movie. I remember I did enjoy it, but I had not seen this in forever. If you guys got Tubi, uh, it's streaming on there. I gotta bring it out. If you don't want it to be a depressing movie, watch Prim's Hood Cinema. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen boxes of cigarettes. <laughs> All right, moving on to 2015, uh, straight out of Compton, uh, the biopic of uh, the the world's most dangerous group, hip hop group, uh, NWA. I wasn't expecting much with this film, but man, I, I was in the theater like, oh man, that was hella good. Um, the thing that I, I was just showing my age. Um. There was, uh, sorry, I'm trying to spell this. Me and the guy sitting in the row behind me um, is like nobody knew the songs. It was just a bunch of young kids in there. When they did like the 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 chronic stuff and, and the Eminem, they were like, oh, yeah. I was like, how do you guys fucking not know? Fuck the police or straight out of Compton or, or dope man. It's this young generation. How they be wearing like Tupac t-shirts and bands on their t-shirts that they never heard of, but they think it's cool. Yeah, I mean, because it was me and the other dude when they were doing all the all the NWA stuff. Yeah, we were sitting there just bobbing our head, rapping along with it and everyone else just sitting there. I'm like, oh, man. Um. I'm the old I'm the old man and everything, but I mean I love hip hop. Not so much of this new shit, but 
I love this era, especially I mean, of, of gangster rap. I mean, they took it uh, from the streets of Compton to the mainstream, to to the suburbs when you got a bunch of little white kids saying fuck the police and and, and all that, man. That, that's what was weird about it, hearing that. Or uh, when I go about to uh, Arizona to the res, uh, where my parents are from, the Navajo res, um, they get everything late. Um, so uh, there was no internet or anything at that time in the eighties when that, uh, when both of those, uh, those first two albums came, especially, uh, straight out of Compton. But, um, it was just, I remember had to have been almost a year since that album was out. And then they were out there bumping it going, Oh yeah. I was like, damn, you guys are hella late. This album been out for hell long, but I don't know. This is how it is. Uh, the rap group NWA emerges from the mean streets of Compton in Los Angeles, California in the mid 1980s and a revolutionized and revolutionizes hip hop culture and their music tales about life in the hood. Um, did you like this one? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Um, and I liked how it included because when you sometimes you see like biopics where they'll try to leave stuff out because they don't want to make somebody look bad. They put a lot of stuff in here, like the um, when Ice Cube left and then uh, it released No Vaseline. Yeah. I love that scene when they were hearing the song for the first time. I was just like, what the fuck? Because if you, if you haven't heard No Vaseline, uh, everybody should go <laughs> listen to that. that. That's a different Ice Cube back then. <laughs> Yeah, he's not the Are You Ready Yet uh, Ice Cube no, and all that. Yeah, not, not that, not no Vaseline Ice Cube. <laughs> that was, he, he was coming for people back then. Yeah, it was. It was a different time in the 80s and 90s, everyone. But uh, this stars uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, he played Ice Cube. I thought he did his dad justice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Uh, Corey Hawkins is Dr. Dre. Jason Mitchell is Easy e uh, Easy e rest in peace. Uh, Neil Brown is DJ Yellow. Uh, Aldis Hodge as MC Ren. Um, it seemed like he, I mean, they were there, but it, it seemed like the story was mainly focused on Easy E, Dr. Dre, and Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I would have lot. I got a lot more. I would have liked it a lot more if they would have included Yellow, Ren, and. Um, Next one on top build is uh, Marlon Yates, who played uh, DOC, because he he was a big part in like writing songs and stuff like that. And uh, those guys were just kind of like there, just to say they was there. Yeah, I was kind of like, wait, what? But mm, I don't know. And they got that a little one. this this R Marcos Taylor. The the dad was not Suge Knight. No, not even. What's his name? Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. He was Snoop. <laughs> I forgot he was in this movie. Um, are you watching Atlanta? The new ver- the new episodes? I have not. Uh, I'm kind of all over the place with my shows, but I ain't started the new season. Though. I'm caught up. I just haven't started the new season. Yeah, I need to uh, sit down and watch it. I, know, I think there's a few episodes out there now. But uh, F. Gary Gray directed this film. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a good film, man. I again, I didn't think it was going to be all that, but uh, I liked it. I mean, it was it was good. I mean, the NWA story is 
is a long, long story. But I mean, especially when you try to jam, how long was this movie? Uh, two and a half hours. Damn, it was two and a half hours. I didn't think mm-hmm. it was that long. But um, you get what you can, and you kind of get the the main stuff that's going on. I'm sure they left a lot of stuff out. But I mean, you you do what you got to do when you when you when you're making these films. But it's yeah. definitely a good film. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was two and a half hours, and they they if they would have put more, it would have just pushed the runtime. Because when Ice Cube left NWA, he hooked up with uh, was it Public Enemy to do his yeah. next album. Yeah, and they they had someone play Chuck D in the movie, but they didn't really touch on that and. Ice Cube also had his uh, side group, uh, the the Lynch Mob, and they were in the movie, but they were just in the movie. They didn't do anything. I seen the Lynch Mob live once. It was like a hundred dudes with a microphone. Yeah, and you, you couldn't hear any of them. Everybody was just screaming all over each other. Well, it was the main guys in it, but then all their buddies had to have microphones, and it was just like, come on, somebody. I don't know. It just wasn't a good show. They opened for Ice Cube. Yeah, I always loved that one song. What was it? Gorillas in the Mist. Yeah. Especially when they did that song. It was like all of them were to make. The the, the MCs all had their verses, but you got a hundred other guys behind you doing it with you, and it was just like a mess. On stage, but all right, uh, moving on. This is uh, this was a film that came out in 1993, but it was uh, one of those um, HBO uh, mm-hmm. original films. And this is Strapped. Uh, this was directed by Forrest Whitaker, and it stars um, uh, Bukim Woodbine. He plays uh, Daquan. Um, what's his name? Uh, Fredo Star. He was Bamboo in this. They were the main two. And then there was a bunch of other people in it. But uh, an ex-con attempting to go straight runs across serious problems. His girlfriend gets arrested for dealing crack uh, to an undercover police officer. In a desperate uh, attempt to get the charges dropped against his woman, he strikes a deal with weapons cop uh, Michael Bean. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was in this. Uh, to turn a local gun dealer's... Um, uh, however, the DA is not satisfied with the results, uh, resulting in some serious game playing and double double crossing. Who was the Michael Bean was the cop, but there was who was the the white guy that was de- was was the gun dealer? Um, is he a Washington? I don't remember. Uh. Buster Rhymes, he was in this too. Moni Love was in it. Moni in the middle. Um, uh, the dude that that was the the gun dealer. I think it was that dude that was in uh, Dream Warriors. Um, the hell's his name? Because I remember um they were buying guns, uh, from a white guy. Um, this is this. Oh, you know, this is him, Craig. Uh, Craig Wason. Yeah, that was him. He was in Dream Warriors, and he was in Body 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 Double. But yeah, they were um they were buying guns and uh selling them. And yeah, um, uh, Bukim uh, Woodbine's uh, Daquan, his girlfriend. She was uh, slanging drugs, and she got caught. And then that's when he had to work 
uh, with them to try to bring down the this gun, the who all the guy that was dealing illegal guns. It wasn't but, she pregnant too? Yeah. This was a good movie, and it was it was sad at the end that there was something that happened in a convenience store. But this movie was really good. I mean, it, it didn't get in the theater. Like I said, it was just on uh, on HBO. But um, I have not seen this movie in forever. I wonder it. I wonder if it's on. Oh, it, it, yeah, it is. It's it's going to be a string things in the future. Is it? Is it in? It's on YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, there it is. Yeah, full movie. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie in a while, but yeah, it was it was a really good movie. I, I like this film. But all right, go ahead. I was gonna say, and it had Onyx's first album as the soundtrack. Love that first album. Oh, was that back the fuck up? Was that the mm-hmm. album? Yeah, that was a good album. Did you ever see them live? I think I did when they were doing uh, when they were touring with. Um, what was that band they were touring with? Uh, there was a band they were touring with. Kind of band. They they were they did a song I think together on the Judgment oh, Night soundtrack. Uh, Biohazard. Yeah, I think I seen when they 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 came up here and they were touring together like a long time ago. Uh, I seen them play. It was a youth festival in San Francisco. Um, I can't remember who else uh, they performed, but they they were the main, the main the uh, the main performers that day. Uh, I remember there was a big old skateboard contest. I mainly went for that, but then Onyx uh, kind of closed out the whole show. And man, they had everybody hyped because this is when Slam was the was the big mm-hmm. uh, big hit. But they had that one song, "Put Your Guns in the Air." And, and wave around like you, or no, buck, 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 like you just don't yeah. care, whatever the hell that, that. That entire album, you you can't you can't do that music nowadays. Uh-uh. <laughs> but man, they 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 were all little guys too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, they, they're, they're, none of them were tall, but they were out. They they had that place jumping. I uh, can't remember the DJ's name. Rest in peace. He he passed away a few years ago. Oh man, I didn't know that. But, uh, I think Onyx is still kind of going. It's mainly uh, um, uh, sticky fingers, sticky fingers, and uh, the other guy, Bamboo. Uh, it, it's uh, it's Blade just and Bamboo. Yeah, it's just them two. Um, He's his voice is kind of going out now. Sticky fingers. It? Yeah, <laughs> I remember when I went to uh, the the Blade panel uh, at Comic Con. It was a, in a much smaller room. And then when he came out, uh, everyone was going, slam! (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't he billed as Sticky Jones in Blade? Yeah. (laughs) I liked Blade. I thought it was a good story or a a good show, but um, people weren't buying it. (laughs) I think it barely went like two seasons. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. You go from Wesley to... Sticky fingers. It's it's a big jump. <laughs> All right, moving on to 1994. I never seen this one either. And this what? is uh, uh, Sugar Hill <laughs> with uh, Wesley Snipes and uh, Michael Wright. I always get Michael Wright mixed up with uh, Leon. Oh, okay. I, I always get them two mixed up. But uh, this also has. Um, uh, Clarence uh, Williams III, rest in peace, and uh, Fish himself, Abe Vigoda, 
uh, rest in peace. Um, yeah, I, I never seen this one. Uh, let me see. Sugar Hill, a drug dealer tries to get out of the life and start uh, anew with his girlfriend, but the transition is tragically difficult. Was this one any good? Yeah, I recommend this one. I, I just like the performance and with the story of Wesley. He's basically he's the level-headed one, and he you can tell he he wants to get out the life, but the situation he's in and the people around him are just kind of keeping him there. And okay. uh, it's it's a good story. And um, Michael Wright, he he has he's I think he he always stands out when he's in a movie, whatever it is, even if it's like a minor role. I just remember him as um that was he was in the principal. He was the bad guy. Oh, we gotta we gotta do the principal. Yeah, I fuck, I can't remember his name. <laughs> but yeah, he was in the Victor. Principal. Yeah, Victor. Victor was it Victor Duncan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I, I. Yeah. I. Yeah. I have it on Blu-ray. I love but, the principal. You're that fuck-up teacher from Willoughby. <laughs> <laughs> there was all kinds of people on that. One of my friends is in it too, and she got some lines to speak. <laughs> so. Was it like a young Eastside Morales in there? Yeah. He. He was only. He was in a couple scenes. And I had what's his name? Uh, so Joker. Selena's brother? Yeah, uh, Joker from, from, from Next Friday. <laughs> he was in it. Um, all right, 1995, the Tales from the Hood. Uh, this one was awesome. Tales from the Hood 2 and 3, uh, not not so awesome. But yeah, and it's so crazy they're made by the same guy. The ba- Excuse me. Whew. The messages were there for the mm-hmm. stories. But the, it just didn't work at all. Yeah. Uh, not not at all. I mean, nothing against Keith David, but it, 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 yeah, it, he did, he he did what he does. It's just I agree that the message was there, but it, they just didn't execute him right. Nah. Uh, a funeral director tells four strange tales of horror with with an African uh, with an African American focus to three drug dealers who he traps uh, in this place of business. Okay. Um, directed by Rusty Cundy. Yes. Uh, also written by him as well as uh, Darren Scott. Uh, one of the producers was Spike Lee. Um, I remember seeing the, the the trailers for this. And I was like, "What is this?" And then they were, "Yeah, Spike Lee's a producer." And I was like, "Of a horror movie?" I was like, "Oh, okay." But when we saw, it, if you guys got stars just streaming on there. When we saw it, I was like, ah, uh, I liked it because I liked the messages in the stories. And I thought they did um, an awesome job in this. Special effects wise, it, it was cool. Uh, Mid 90s, um, kind of CGI, but it wasn't the greatest. But it, it, what they were trying to do and what they were trying to say uh, got its point across. Uh, this stars uh, Clarence Williams III, rest in peace. Uh, Corbin Bernstein, uh, Joe Torre, a D. Andre Bonds, uh, Samuel Monroe Jr. again, uh, Wings Hauser, uh, Tom Wright, Anthony Griffith, um, David Allen Greer, uh, the little kid uh, Brandon Hammond. What the hell did we do? We just talked about him uh, again. I can't remember what else he was in. It was a uh, young Kane. 
Oh, that's right. Um, Michael Massey, uh, Rusty Cofield, uh, Paula J. Parker, uh, that one guy from uh, Deep Cover, uh, Roger Guinevere Smith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a bunch of other people in this film. Yeah, Rusty Kondoff was uh, also in the movie. Didn't just direct and write. He was the the teacher in the scene with or the the story with David Allen Greer. Oh, the guy with the dreads. That was yeah. Him. That that's him. Oh, okay. Yeah, this movie was awesome. Uh, my favorite story was the last one. Uh, what the hell was that guy's name? Um. He had a crazy name. Uh, crazy K. Crazy K. Yeah, that one. The the thing that was probably the most horrifying about that story was the images that they were shown when they were uh, had him hooked up and they were showing him all those uh, images. Yeah, they they yeah, it was kind of like um, Clockwork Orange mm-hmm. uh, on what they did to him. Was, those are real images they were showing. Yeah, the the one part of that story that really stood out to me was when he was sitting in the cell and that uh, that white supremacist guy was next to him. And mm-hmm. he had that tattoo. Of, it was like a knife and it said uh, N-word killer. And he what he told him, he was like, hey, man. Um, basically, you're out there doing our job. He goes, are you out there killing? Um you're kind. And he said some derogatory terms, but and then he was like, "Well, then you're good in my book. You're doing our job for us." I was like, "Wow." I mean that yeah. that was crazy, but but that that was a lot of truth into that. I mean that's what I liked about uh, this film. And when you read between the lines of these stories, they made sense, especially the one with David Allegrier, uh being a child a child abuser as well as domestic uh, violence against some. Um, his wife, man, that was that was some brutal shit. Yeah, and this is '95, and you can tell these stories in 2022 because they're they're this shit is still happening. Yeah, I mean, especially that first story with the with the crooked cops that um, mm-hmm. set up that I think he was running for mayor or something. That guy, I mean, that one, that one was ruthless. I mean, every story was was yeah, like that. Corbin Burnson, his story. Oh yeah, he bought that uh, old uh, plantation house, and uh-huh. he was racist. And uh, that would, to me, that was that was scary. The story of that was scary uh, about the lady with the little puppets that that had the souls uh, of the slaves in them. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, yeah, that movie, man, it it, it told a lot of truth uh, on some stuff. But um, it was an amazing film. If you guys haven't seen Tales from the Hood, definitely check that out. And if you want to brave two and three. I'm sure we don't rec- we don't recommend them. But- <laughs> no, I don't recommend them, but I mean, if you if you like Keith David and Tony Todd, then uh, if if you have to watch everything, then yeah. But it, they don't hold up to the original. No, not not even at not at all. But um, this next one, uh, 2001's uh, Training Day, uh, directed by Antoine Fuqua. Uh, stars Academy Award winner Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, Scott Glenn, Tom Berenger. Well, Tom Berenger and Scott Glenn are minimal. 
Cliff Curtis, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Macy Gray. Are you a Macy Gray fan? Uh, for one song. That's it. <laughs> uh, Eva Mendez. Whew, better all in this one. Yeah, uh, Raymond did. Cruz, uh, Noel, uh, Hector, um, Google me, or I can't pronounce his name. Um, and a bunch of other people in, in this film. Oh, and Sandy Lopez, who she was one of the Mexican girls uh, at the end. But this movie was hella good. A rookie cop spends his first day as a Los Angeles narcotics officer with a rogue detective who isn't what he seems to be. Uh, yeah, Denzel won an Academy Award for his portrayal as uh, Alonzo. And Ethan Hawke being Jake, being the rookie cop, trying to be a part of uh, Alonzo's crew. Um, I didn't see this in the theater, did you? Yeah, I caught this in the theater. Uh, big Denzel fan. It's crazy that he had to play a crooked cop to win his first Academy Award. Just same year that uh, Holly Berry basically was getting banged by Billy Bob on screen to win her first Academy Award. Oh, Monster, but, Monsters Ball. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. But yeah, I caught this in the theater. You know, I, the cast is amazing. The story is amazing. Denzel just stands out. And then I just, and the way Ethan Hart played his character of uh, Jake, you were just, you were rooting for the guy because, you know, he, he knew right from wrong. And he was constantly questioning Denzel throughout the movie. And, then you're not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but you should have seen it by now, but it's a fantastic movie. And there, there, this movie is a who's who of, Oh, that guy. Yeah, there was, there was all kinds of, all kinds of fools in this one. This movie was awesome though, man. I remember, uh, I remember watching it because uh, Denzel was nominated for this. So I was like, all right, cool, I'll check it out. Didn't have no idea it was going to be what it was because um, nobody was talking about it, really, and, well, in, in my area. So I was like, ah, okay, whatever. But um, when I saw the movie, I was like, damn, I should have saw this in theater. But this movie's hella good. I mean, I loved everything that was about it. Also got Terry Crews in it. He was just basically the muscle just standing around. Um, But... Yeah, Training Day. I believe it's on Netflix still. Yeah, um, I think so. The HBO Max as well. All right, this next one, uh, I believe it just hit its 30-year uh, anniversary. Oof. And this is 1992's White Men Can't Jump. Um, This was a good film. I, I loved it. <laughs> I didn't really, it took me a few watches. I didn't, uh, I didn't like love it the first time I saw it. The first time I saw it, I was like, eh, it was okay. But um, it's on Hulu if you guys got that. So, But after watching, once it hit like HBO and I watched it over and over and over, man, I like this film. Uh, Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrison, beautiful Rosie Perez, a Tyra Farrell. Um, oh, that was um, Wes- Wesley's uh, girlfriend. Uh, Dwayne Wayne, uh, Kadeem Hartson. Ernest Harden Jr. Uh, who else was in this? There's a bunch of other people in it. Dwayne Martin. Oh, Alex Trebek, because what's her name was trying to get uh, onto Jeopardy. Um, Rosie Perez, she played Gloria. But I like this film. I mean, shout out to Woody, man. He was bringing it to 
bringing it to her <laughs> in, that, in, in that one scene. But I like this movie. And that was them playing basketball. And we, there was no uh, body doubles or, or stunt people or anything. But yeah, again, this took, this movie took me a few watches uh, to like it. I have not seen it in a very long time, but it's on Hulu, so I might as well give it a shot. But 30 years, damn. Yeah, I love this movie. I've seen it many times. I'm still looking for the Funko Pops that came out. The, they did? Yeah, the Sidney Dean and Billy Hoyle. It's Billy Hoyle, it's not Billy Ho. I've been <laughs> fucking with him in a movie and uh, fucking love Rosie Perez in this. Even though when she's all like, Billy, it, it, it cuts into your brain. But that scene <laughs> when she was just like, Screwing is for carpenters. I like make love or fuck. I was like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there. But yeah, 30 years, I feel old. You're like, I'm thirsty. You got to have to get in some water. Oh, man. But yeah, all right, everyone. <laughs> that is uh, uh, List Challenges Hood Movies, uh, all 40 of them. Uh, that they listed. Uh, again, Eight Mile Above the Rim, ATL, Baby Boy, Belly, Blood in, Blood Out, Bamba Honor, Boys in the Hood, City of God, Clockers, Dead Presidents, Do the Right Thing, uh, Don't Be a Menace, South Central While Drinking the Juice in the Hood, Four Brothers, Fresh, Friday, Friday After Next, Get Rich or Die Trying, He Got Game, Hoop Dreams, Hustle and Flow, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, Juice, Kids, Leprechaun in the Hood, Lahaine, Lahaine, however, whatever it is. Uh, Menace Society, New Jack City, New Jersey Drive, next Friday, 187, Paid in Full, Poetic Justice, Set It Off, South Central, Straight Out of Compton, Strapped, Sugar Hill, Tales from the Hood, Training Day, and White Men Can't Jump. All right, everyone. Um, Bri, thanks for uh, coming on. This is the first time you did a list, anchor list? Yep, first one. All right, cool. Well, Brian will be back, of course. Um, but yeah, um, I'm sure these who has seen most of these, but uh, I had to pick you uh, when I saw this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm glad you saw. I'm glad you seen the ones that you've seen every single one of these movies. Oh, well, except I think, for I think Lahaine. The, yeah, that's the only one I haven't seen. Yeah, you've seen every these. I missed uh, most. Not no, I've seen most of them. I missed uh, a few of them though. But I have to go back and find these films, but. Uh, yep, everyone, that is uh, Hood Movies from ListChallenges.com uh, Coming in at a little over two hours um, And it's late I didn't realize what time it was But uh, it's hella late But definitely uh, check out everything we got here Once we started doing lists over here on Anchor um, Go back and listen to all those other ones uh, The Zisu and his NBA check-ins uh, The Michael Bay ones that we did And Whatever other list ones we got going on. But um, when you're done listening to everything over here and over on the regular network, you got to shoot on over to the Horror Returns Network and listen to everything on there. All the re-uploads, the new shows uh, that Brian and I are doing as well over there. And um, yeah, that's it. Um, What do you guys got coming next? Uh, by the time you hear this, we got uh, we did a f- Patreon fan commentary for Forbidden Zone. You have to hear that one because it, it it was a movie. It, it, it really was. And next coming up, we got uh, we're doing a new Robert Eggers, uh, The Northman. Nice uh, 
Viking revenge film. I heard it's uh, super violent. Not the one with uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna see that. I mean, she's of age, everyone. Yeah. So. Uh, and we're doing we're doing uh, the Thirteenth Warrior with that one. That's the one with uh, Antonio Banderas. Yep. I seen that once. I don't even remember that one. Is that streaming somewhere? Uh, I believe so. I have to double check. I know it's streaming somewhere. All right, we'll have to check it out. But yeah, everyone, uh, that's gonna be it this episode. Uh, again, it's late and I gotta go to bed. So um, until then, everyone be safe out there. Listen to everything that we're a part of. You can search Horror Returns, Action Returns, Stream Fiends, E Society, MacNest Podcast, everything everywhere, and uh, have at it and follow us. So all right, everyone. Um, right, right on, brother. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. So until then, party on.